Our episode today is brought to you by ESL Schools. Looking to learn English as a second language? ESL can help! Their courses are specially designed to teach you the world's most essential language with little more than an average foreign teacher. Recognized for their comprehensive immersion programs, ESL packages are offered in ever-popular countries like Paraguay, Eritrea, and Tajikistan. Learn conversational phrases to share heartfelt encouragement. Either shit or get out of bed. Ever popular Zen-like aphorisms. Oh yes, we'll just burn that bridge when we get to it. And unwelcome advances in the modern Western world. Well, bugger me. Learn English like a second language. Check out ESL courses today. From Rascal Patch Productions. This is Human, the podcast that explores the hidden joys of friendship. Hey! Thanks for joining us for another episode of Human. Today I've got a really special guest, somebody who's been helping make the world a better place alongside Sebastian. Tell us who you are, stranger. Come on, step up to the mic. My name is Jonathan Chan. Um, I'm a designer, formally. Uh, I like to think of myself as an easygoing guy who doesn't like to uh, take things too seriously, have a good time, and, uh, you know, just explore what life has to offer and make the best of it. And who is Sebastian to you? That's a good question. Sebastian to me is a curious mind who isn't afraid to explore and discover new things that are unknown, and at the same time, teach people that those things can be good for you. So tell me about how you and Sebastian met uh, and what made it click for you that first time. How we met, I think, was at a event, a speaking event I was supposed to attend. And I, I didn't end up attending the speaking event, but I attended the, uh, the, the, the networking after hours thing. Uh, it was at uh, Benelux in Montreal. I'm pretty sure you were. <laughs> yeah, I was. I yeah, I was one of the speakers that afternoon, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, small world, yeah. but... Um, Met, met met you guys over there and uh, ended up talking with Sebastian because my girlfriend told me that he was a product designer. And uh, we just started talking about design, like where we were working, what we were working on, kind of our, our views uh, on that subject. And um, the question specifically is how I met him and what my impression was. Uh, sure, we can run with an impression. Yeah, I was more thinking what made it click for you when you when you met him. What what resulted in that connection? So, I think the connection was pretty much we had so many things that we thought about design. You know, because there are multiple schools of thought, and we were thinking on the same level. And at that point, we just kept building off of each other's ideas on the conversation and it led to the next thing and to the next. And then we were just developing a design conversation that was, was very mutual in the vision that we had on that. And to me, that's what made it click. <laughs> that was brilliant. I've actually, uh, I've only seen you two together at social events uh, a couple of times. And in both cases, uh, you two disappeared into a corner of the room 
broke out pen, paper, laptop, and started discussing design really just intensely and in you know, deep focus. Uh, and it was always very amusing. It was always very uh, inspiring, too, to see you guys, uh, the creative sparks coming off you guys uh, right after uh, a 60-second uh, rapid discussion of, oh, yeah, you're doing all right? Your legs aren't broken? Great. All right, come and we'll build something in a corner. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, has your relationship changed much since the beginning? Of course, uh, you know, as you meet somebody and then you start discovering how to tap into their potential of conversations and ideas and stuff like that, because our relationship is is based on a, a mutual vision of a certain um, subject, right? And I think we, we share that passion and we feed off of each other's kind of uh, passion for that craft. And, you know, there's there's kind of a momentum building as you meet somebody and you, you discover uh you know what they like uh, how they think and then you know the more you interact with them the more you can kind of hone that that discussion and and really tap into the the full potential of of you know merging the visions that that two people have into a common kind of discussion wow. And playing on that, do your two design approaches complement each other or are they uh, very similar? I think the, the end result of what we want to do with or how we think of design is similar, but we have different ways and we, we bring different views to the table, which I think is what makes that so uh, powerful because you're re-challenging paradigms that you had or the other person had and then you kind of come to a conclusion that's even deeper than uh, it was initially right because there is also you know different experiences from people because they've they've uh, interacted in in different uh, kind of scenarios could be different organizations could be different projects could be different people and all of those things kind of add up into really um, making the sum of its parts in, in somebody how they think. And since we've been in the similar field, but in different contexts, we, we bring a lot of value back into the conversation that some of us have not even ever thought of, right? And I think that's how we, we complement the discussion and, and our vision for, for design, because we approach it um, in a similar way, but we have kind of a different way of approaching it, right? There's no... If you take a map, there's, you know, dozens of roads to get to point A from point B and how you talk about the route that you take and the little kind of hacks that you take along that route is like, oh, shit. Yeah, I thought I, I was thinking more towards the end of the, 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 the trajectory, right, of taking that. But you're talking about doing this in the beginning. And then but what if we combine those two things? And then that's how we kind of like extract that extra value, which makes us to me very, very complimentary. Honestly, I think you guys should start a podcast. It'd be brilliant. You get the entire design community behind you. It'd be awesome. I would. I would tap into that. Um, yeah. 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 Well, maybe this is the first series. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> It'd be the intro series. Yeah. Um, and talking about uh, really how you two, how the chemistry works so well between you two. Uh, what role does he play in your life nowadays? How and and maybe why do you two normally get together? 
Well, I, I wish we could get together on a more casual basis. I mean, he's uh, he's out and about doing his thing. I think when he was in Montreal, we you know we would hang out, but the discussion always kind of remains. Uh, the core thing is that you know we, we're so passionate about design and, and kind of bringing that vision to other people that we we mostly spend our times kind of of uh, discussing on that right because even finding somebody who understands or, or shares a similar vision or objective is is hard enough so uh, I think when we're we're together we try to make the best of our time and talk about design and business and and the role that design can play. And I think that's pretty much how we, we spend uh, our time, uh, most of the time that we're talking. So um, I don't know if I went on off on the tent. Actually, <laughs> no, that's fine for me. Question. Yeah. What was the question again? Just to make sure that, it, that I, uh, I didn't miss any piece. Uh, what role does he play in your life nowadays and how or why do you normally get together? So I know, for example, that you two have actually worked together uh, formally, uh, building a logo and, and working on the brand. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, basically, we were uh, at the company I currently am. We were, the company was going through some some changes organizationally, culturally, and uh, came the time to consider to do a rebrand. And, um, you know, I absolutely wanted to work on Seb with this since we kind of knew how we would work, right? We, we knew there was a way and a, a way of seeing things and a way of working that we, we could uh, build off of very quickly because the turnaround time um, was fairly short, in my opinion, for, for a project like that. And uh, you absolutely want to put the best chances on your side to deliver something that's, that's uh, above and beyond the expected, the expected uh, results. So I knew I had to try and get Seb into that. And uh, fortunately, uh, everything lined up. We ended up collaborating. So uh, we just, you know, went at it. We did the best we could at ideating, finding some, some uh, great kind of artifacts for the designs and then uh, pulled through with uh, a new brand that today is called Building Stack. Um, and the final result was, was appreciated by everybody in the collaboration process between us. Uh, it was great because it was one of the more formal projects we had worked on. Uh, traditionally, you know, when we when we collaborate, it's more on on uh, you know hypothesis type stuff, and and uh, we've done some side projects, but uh, as far as delivering it to uh, you know a tangible uh, organization, uh, that was our first one, so it was uh, it was a cool one. Wow, and I've I've had a, the pleasure as well of working with Sebastian, and it's been brilliant on a number of levels but one of the things i've noticed a lot is that uh he and he will be the first to admit this is he really works uh with a toolbox uh of different uh techniques and approaches uh and a lot of that rubbed off on me is there anything that rubbed off on you as well or did something maybe rub off in the the friend department how you two would just uh, you know throw ideas back and forth, and then you discovered something from him, or he taught you something. Absolutely, I mean, every time we have discussions, we're we're kind of bringing our learnings back, and and I'd say that that's also something that's part of of the way that we you know we add to the discussion is that 
since we're doing our thing on our sites, we're constantly trying uh, new approaches, new frameworks, new ways of developing designs within organizations or for projects. And rebringing those learnings into the discussion allows us to kind of uh, use each other as a, you know research at the same time, right? Our conversation can can benefit what we're trying to accomplish. Just kind of like sounding ideas off of each other or sounding concepts off of each, off of each other. And um, that has been something that, that's kind of changed the way that I see, um, you know, design and that he, he brought some paradigms that I previously didn't have. And, um, you know, it, it's, been, uh, it's been nothing short of, uh, I would say, life-changing <laughs> uh, professionally and uh, personally because I employ design in my personal life as well. So the ability to, to uh, have the ability, uh, I'd rather say, to have a conversation with somebody who can refine your thought process and vice versa is, is, uh, is very, very, uh, it's, a, it's a great relationship to have. Playing off of that, uh, what is something that you appreciate most about him? What I appreciate most about him, it kind of comes back to what I said at the beginning. I appreciate his uh, curiosity. Um, every time we would kind of, you know, present a problem or try and find a solution to something that we're working on or just like part of the conversation he he's very enthusiastic by by nature and and kind of um kind of dives in goes to 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 in a thought process that maybe you know at least for me um isn't as quick or isn't as second nature so the ability to kind of uh uh do that I, I'm just, you know, I appreciate it. And I think it adds a lot of value to uh, what we're trying to do as a kind of common design that cause. Absolutely. Yeah. And it comes out in everything he does. It's really impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, touching on, touching on that, you know, what one senses in somebody else, something, what we sense that's special about somebody. Uh, do you think he knows or senses something about you that others may not? It's a hard thing. I, cause at, at that point I'd be, I'd be going off of like a, an impression. Um, I think the fact that we continuously build on our conversations to me means that, that, you know, both sides kind of appreciate uh, what's going on and what we're bringing to the table and kind of the enthusiasm that, that surrounds uh, whatever we're, we're trying to tackle at that point. So, you know, if I want to, I, I want to stay humble, <laughs> I want to, but I'd say that the fact that we try and have these recurring conversations and, uh, have them whenever we can. And that when we do, there's, there's a great momentum that, that gets built on that. I'd say that, uh, we, we both appreciate like what's going on, if that's a way to put it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And is there, because we've talked a lot about uh, you and him uh, acting together, either creating or just discussing. There's, there's a lot of action that happens when you two come together. Is there something you'd like to do with him that you haven't yet? I wanted to try and work with him on a regular basis. Um, unfortunately, he was leaving Montreal and he was working somewhere else. 
uh, or he actually wasn't in Montreal or I wanted to try and get him back to Montreal or the timing wasn't right. But um, definitely kind of uh, being able to have uh, that these design discussions on a day-to-day, if we, you know, my, my kind of mindset on this is if we have them on a casual basis and there's, you know, a tremendous amount of value that's exchanged, um, having them on a regular basis and being able to kind of build something on that that's that's more uh you know tangible within an organization uh that has a specific mission and vision and we lay on top the design uh mission and vision would be really interesting and um that's something that that i would like to do when the time would be right sounds almost and this is this is just me spitballing but it sounds almost the ideal uh prompt for something like a a WhatsApp channel where you just get a whole group of designers together that just pitch in voice clips and ideas whenever they have the spare five minutes and they all just push this, uh, these different ideas further and further out. Uh, mm-hmm. I would, I would love to see that happen. I think actually now that I, now that I mentioned, I think he's actually talked about doing something like that as well. You should definitely, uh, yeah, you should mention something to him and see if he's gotten anywhere with it. Cause that would be, that would be amazing. Yeah, maybe uh, right after he he listens to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no information leaked in between time, but definitely uh, that might be something in the, to to talk about. Yeah, we could use this as a hint for you know he'll get in touch after he listens yes. to this. Exactly. Uh, and uh, this is this is. A, a bit of a, a question from left field, but what kind of emergency would you really want him for? Uh, or is it, conversely, is there an emergency you know he'll be there for you? It's hard. It's, that's, a, that's a tough one. Um, since we primarily interact on, on like a professional level, um, we do, we are friends, but we don't live close to each other, et cetera, et cetera. I'm sure if I'd have an emergency and, and he could uh, come and help out, he would. In, in the sense that I know that he's, you know, in, in uh, another uh, country or whatever and he's doing his things. Because um, my thought process is to go and get the best person for anything. Whether the emergency is something uh, local, then I'll, I'll go on the local, right? But if he was there... I'd probably give him a call. And since he's not, I'm thinking of an emergency that would apply to the use case. Uh, And the first thing that comes to mind is actually, um, you know, just doing a, having a hand in a, uh, an important project that, that needs to be uh, delivered with the utmost quality and uh, diligence. And I know that he would absolutely be the person to do that so i would try and reach out to him and ask him you know if he could give me a hand on that and uh, in that case that would be um what i would do for the current time you know the current present moment where i know that he's like not around uh as a a kilometer accessible kind of uh, distance yeah you know what i mean yeah it's true if you need someone to mount furniture he's down in arizona or california it's maybe not the greatest solution <laughs> yeah we'll talk uh, we'll talk in 2025 exactly yeah <laughs> 
were in 2019, and uh, at this time, that's the first thing that would come to mind. His brother actually also gave an example of something he wouldn't want his brother to show up for that would be an emergency. Uh, I, I wonder yeah. if, for example, you would be able to think of an emergency you absolutely would not want Sebastian there for. Uh, and to, to be fair, to set the stage for this, his brother said it was a drinking competition, and he wouldn't want to have to fight his brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, we haven't gotten in like too, too much, uh, drinking riots, me and Seb, because usually it's like, uh, I remember once it was pretty late, we were brainstorming, but it was, you know, at the same time we were like already in a restaurant. So we, we didn't go too much, uh, off the rails, but an emergency, I wouldn't want him to show up for, um, Hmm. How about a design contest? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want him to be competing against me either. I would. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'll, go, I'll go with that one. Yeah, that's brilliant. Uh, so we're going to get properly abstract for a moment. Uh, and you know, every person, especially once you get to know them, they give off a certain sensation, right? They, they make you feel a certain way. And we mm -hmm. tend to link these kinds mm -hmm. of associations to their identity internally. Uh, and I was wondering if you could describe some of those impressions that you have of Sebastian. Sensations. Um, trying to think. I mean, the overall vibe I get when I'm with Seb is is uh, energized, right? I kind of let's just say I'm I'm I don't know. I think something is is bland, or we're having a, or, or I think a certain conversation is is a solid two or whatever or I'm, I'm i'm enthusiastic of that conversation as a two he would come in and and kind of be that 10 and just bring the conversation to life right and um i think that also goes back to other stuff that i was saying um earlier but some of the conversations that we've had i've i've probably gotten so much more value out of it just for the simple fact that he made me more excited to have that conversation. And um, that would be what I would say the sensation I get from Seb is uh, energetic, but not in a hyperactive way, but like in, in, a, in a fuel slash passion way, right? So um, any conversation that, that gets that sort of... Um, injection is multiplied uh and much more valuable to have yeah one of his friends actually described him as a basking sun so i definitely understand that description of energy that you're talking about not as hyperactive but is just powerful and passionate yeah exactly exactly uh, so we normally like to end the episode by running through a couple of classic quick fire questions. Uh, so I've got a series of questions in front of me. I just want you to answer them with the first thing that comes to mind. All right. Like a, just a one, two word thing. Uh, yeah. Or it can be a couple of sentences as well. Uh, if you want to add on a bit of description afterwards, or th there's no problem with that. Uh, All right, let's so do you have a nickname for Sebastian or a particular way of addressing him when you're together? No, I don't, unfortunately, but I'll have to think about it. You'll have to think of one. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll have to think of one for sure. <laughs> uh, do you have any uh, patterns that you two get into? So we were talking about discussing design. Are there any other patterns like an old joke that you two share or uh, does he, I don't know, backflip off your stairs every time he comes to your apartment? 
<laughs> um, that's a that's a tough one, man. There's probably a few memes here and there, but they're not. <laughs> um, I'd have to look at the the notebooks of when we we started doing some some ideation together, and, and I'm pretty sure there's a few ones, but uh, most of the time they involve a few drinks, so uh, my memory might not as be as sharp as it should. Be. Ah, it's fine. Memes already is good enough for me. <laughs> yeah. Little notes in the corners of the pad, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and what is something that Sebastian does that makes you smile? Just being himself, right? He's so enthusiastic about about uh, every time we're having a conversation that that what that's what makes me smile about him. Is there something that you secretly admire about him? His hair. His hair. <laughs> I've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> Between the first time you uh, you met, which is the same time that all three of us met, uh, and the second time I saw you, the hair has definitely evolved, and it's been a wonderful, yeah, wonderful thing. Uh, yeah. Is there a story? The lion mane we all want to have. Yes, the lion mane. Is there a story you tell others that always involves him? If they talk about a design buddy or uh, somebody who you you have like an uh, incredible conversation connection with, he's he's the guy I'm talking about. Nice. And uh, is there a quote of his, or even just an anecdote or a comment that he's made that has found his way into your life? Something that he said that has really just taken a hold of your brain. There's not a specific one, but. Anytime he kind of shares some material that he's been working on or, or you know, to get a, a second opinion or whatever, like I always derive value from that. And it, it's constantly shifting the way that I see um, design. Again, I'm bringing back about design. <laughs> I, I don't want, I don't want Seb to be like seen as just a guy that I do design with. But at the same time, like I said earlier, when you have such a great connection with somebody, you kind of want to bring that um, and you want to bring that to the next level. And I think it would be a shame if we wouldn't put as much time as we do. Uh, but I think it's mutual, right? Like every time we have these conversations, we're, we're, trying to, we're trying to hone that conversation and hone our understanding even further. Um, but yeah, I'd say that's... Uh, that's definitely something that when he, he shares me uh, what he's working on or what he's doing, there's always kind of a, um, something that I can get out of that. I think it's really fair to say as well that all the friendships that we hold together are different in, in some way, right? You have some friends that are more active and therefore you do more, more sports with them. And you have friends that are really deep thinkers. So there are more, there's more ideation that happens between them. So uh, I think it's fair also to mention. Very, very honest. I mean, I probably count uh, the friends I have on, on one hand, uh, to, to be fairly honest. And Seb is one of those people. So, uh, you know, I'm more like a, um, I'd say I have a network of people that I interact with. But as far as, as Seb uh, also being somebody that, that we have professional conversations with, we've developed, you know, uh, over time, I think, a friendship um, that I like to think is is more than than just professional, uh, and and that I think is important to to have, right? Like you can't always um, 
go and see people in the network and, and just have these types of conversations. And for the conversations to go on a deeper level, you need to develop a friendship. It's, I think they're, they're mutually tied to that or else the conversations are always going to be very surface level. You know, you need to understand people's vulnerabilities, people's uh, um, intentions and, and uh, objectives. And sometimes that requires somebody to open up and therefore uh, it, it becomes more than just a, a colleague or a professional connection, which at those types of levels of connections, usually those conversations don't really take place. I agree. Absolutely. Uh, and I've got, I've got a question that I made just for you, John, uh, because I, I really suspected that a lot of our conversation would hang around uh, Sebastian's mind as a designer that would uh, we'd be touching a lot on his skills, uh, both the personal and professional. What job could you see him in if he could no longer be a designer? I mean, the, the, the term designer is so broad and that's something that he actually said once that, that stayed with me but he, he had mentioned that everybody is a designer. They just, they, you either you know it or you don't, right? So um, whether you're taking decisions as an accountant to, you know, create some type of process, you're designing that, right? And, and this is something that, that um, I think if he couldn't be designing, which would mean he wouldn't be developing a vision of something, uh, he couldn't even be doing like uh, architecture or painting, right? He'd have to be executing. So um, actually, I don't see him in that. <laughs> than that. That's a great answer too. Um, the, the way that he approaches things, the way that his brain works, um, he, I, I don't think that he would, he would uh, appreciate anything else than being something that does design. But on that sense, if you say that designing is just about visuals, then uh, I would see him, uh, you know, leading a, leading a company and designing, uh, well, not designing in that case, but just operating, right? But in its broadest sense, even CEOs of companies are designing where the company's going and why it's going a certain way and all that stuff. So um, I don't know. It's a, it's a, I feel we, we've hit a, a catch 20 <laughs> where I, there's nothing else that he would be able to do except design. I, I think it's a great answer anyway. I, I'm keeping it. I like it. Uh, and finally, last question. Is there anything you'd like to say to him on this recording? Maybe something you don't say to him enough or something you think of saying but haven't or just something that you both know to be true but haven't actually vocalized in a while? Yeah, absolutely. That I appreciate uh, him as a person. I appreciate him as a, um, a designer and just, you know, an overall human being. He's a great, great person. And, um, you know, I think we, we end some conversations sometimes and we're like, dude, this was such a good conversation and everything like that. Um, but to take it a step further, uh, absolutely. I mean, I appreciate him uh, very, very much. And he, he has a special place in my life. And uh, you got to cherish those types of, of people and their relationships. John, thank you so much for being part of this recording. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for, for having me on. Uh, 
it's it's an honor to be considered for this and uh, i hope seb has a uh, a good laugh i'm sure he will i'm sure he'll really enjoy it <laughs>